What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. We got some Braves baseball to talk about today, but Dan, I, you have something on your mind with regard uh, regards to our manager. Oh, uh, yeah, he's incompetent. I mean, it's... it's I, I don't know what the fuck... Um, Snickers thinking about on a day-to-day basis, to be honest. I really don't. Like, the way... It took him two months to figure out that Matt Olson stinks in the two mm-hmm. uh, uh, spot. Two months of just... I mean, and, and, and then Riley is still, despite having a recent hot streak, over the course of his entire career, hits so much better fourth than third. Right. Um, like, he doesn't pay attention to basic shit. <laughs> and then you have Spencer Strider, who, by the way, so he, if you look at his ERA by inning, it's like sub two in the first inning, two, three, and four, it's in the threes. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think four maybe in the fours range and then five six seven back down into the two and sub two range so when you have him in a close game and he's given up what one run two runs at that point i think he gave up a second home run but no nothing else just two solo home runs and he's got less than 100 pitches at 91 pitches you take him out and bring him this is like bobby cox era shit right i mean it's it is fucking stupid pathetic uh, I don't know. He, he's like a nostalgia hire. What the fuck? Can we get a real manager for Christ's sake for this? One of the best baseball teams ever assembled. Literally. Yeah. We, this we, team's and, ridiculous. I mean, it's, it is, it's unconscionable uh, that, and this, by the way, I just want to remind everybody that I say this when the Braves are doing well too. It's not like they're doing bad right now. They're four and six. They're still 10 and a half games up. So right. they're fine. But this is always a gripe of mine. He he's incompetent. And he needs to go. Like, I think I fucking hate him. And he, but we're a victim of the team's success because they won't get rid of him. I think the first time I ever met you when I was in interviewing whatever for this job. That's not a great way to put it because I just sort of walked in. Um, but I mentioned I was a Braves fan, and literally the first thing you said was the Braves will never win a World Series with Brian Snitker. Now we did. But that the, that's not the point. It that's, was in spite of him. It was uh, yeah. I'm not trying to got you there. Yeah. My point being. One of the first things you ever said to me was that basically you hated Brian Snicker. He's terrible. He's a terrible tactician. You know, I mean, look, there's some managers that are clubhouse guys. That's what he is. Um, but they're like at the – and that's that's fine if you're, you know, a middle-of-the-road team or some a team without expectations. But, you know, Brian Snitker in – the late '90s, early 2000s Yankees would have gotten fired immediately. Yeah. Uh, for the early 2000s Red Sox, where they expected to win, would have gotten fired immediately. Right. There's just no leadership on the team. I don't know what the relationship between Anthopoulos and Snitker is, but I feel like it's almost like uh, you're well, Anthopoulos is what, like 38 years old or something, or 42 or so. He's he's young. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like whomever was the He's 46. Whomever was the oh, he is 46. So whomever was the GM for the White Sox looking at Tony La Russa, like, well, I can't fire Tony La Russa. You know what I mean? He's right. A, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I feel like it's kind of that relationship, but that dude needs to go. He's a completely incompetent. I mean, he's he's unfireable. Yeah, he is. Essentially. He's, he's too, he's too well-liked. Not, not just by the team, but by people throughout Major League Baseball. I fucking hate him. It would be shocking. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a weird situation that is definitely that is definitely snickers biggest downfall and it was interesting about coaching baseball too is 
I don't know how this works really, but like obviously in football, you know, the, the coach will give up play calling duties, mm-hmm. for example. Um, in baseball, you know, obviously the uh, the manager will talk to the pitching coach in particular because pitching is where most of the decisions happen. We'll talk to the pitching coach maybe before the game when they're making a lineup or in discussing sort of the lineup philosophically about Olsen and the two-hole. Might talk to the hitting coach and obviously analytics people and stuff like that. But it seems like there is no like uh, play calling duties, so to speak, handed off anywhere. Well, there, there's yeah. I mean the I, and look, I don't know if if you would allow the the pitching coach to decide when, and maybe he does, right? Right. I don't, I don't know what to, to what degree the pitching coach decides things, and then the manager just goes out there and makes the change. But um, it, it's is there a team ever? over the course of a 30-year period that had a more mismanaged bullpen from three coaches, right? Like yeah. Bobby Cox was terrible at managing a bullpen. Uh, Freddy Gonzalez ruined Johnny Venter's life, yes. right? Like he put that dude in an early grave. Yeah. One of the best left-handed relievers probably in the history of baseball, to I, be Peak Johnny Venter's was unfathomably good. Yeah. And then uh, just he he had, what, three productive seasons? Three of the best ever, but only three because they fucking rode that motherfucker into the ground. Um, and then now we're dealing with this shit from Sitker, who is just awful. Man, yeah, he was out of the league. <laughs> Johnny Venters was out of the league for six years. And that so Johnny Venters pitched from 25 to 27, and then there's a six-year gap. He comes back and in... in at the age of 33 in 2018, tries to pitch for two years. Actually has a good year in 2018. 2019 mm-hmm. gets obliterated. But 2010 and 2011, an absolute madman. And even 2012, a 3-2-2 ERA, striking out over 10 guys per nine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely. And then he's dead after 12. Like, literally, there's a fucking six-year gap. Takes him six years to get back into the league. Yeah. Yeah, Freddie Gonzalez is a piece of shit. I mean, I guess at least Snicker isn't isn't breaking people's arms off. It's more just picking the wrong dudes. I remember there was a point in this in the DS against the Cardinals in a in a game that we lost, um, maybe uh, where he took he just took out a reliever that was like dealing, and I didn't understand it. It mm-hmm. was like he made a move because he didn't want to be seen not making a move. Yeah, I think it was what was his name like Tomlin or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bullpen stuff's always super frustrating to me. I wonder how much Olsen was him um, versus the front office. It did seem like when Olsen was in the two-hole, it did seem like a very uncreative, like, well, Freddie was in the two-hole. Yeah. So now Matt go there. That's yeah, stupid. It, it, it just – there isn't a whole lot going – there's a lot of stuff going on at the roster management level, obviously. And and it's hard to argue with that success. But with the day to day management of the ball club, I just don't get it. How like how why the fuck is Marcelo Zuna the DH every single day and Travis Darno is not getting it back? That's right insane now? to me. Yeah. Like, this, I, this, and the fact that Eddie Rosario is still anywhere near the outfield. I would rather have Kevin Pilar at a like fifty to hundred less OPS in left field than have Eddie Rosario step foot on the fucking field. Yeah. He is a liability every single time he steps out there. Did you see the way he was playing? Like, left field in, in Boston is a tough position to play. Yeah. Right? But 
for for some reason, and Rosario does this in regular ballparks too. He's like on the warning track. What the fuck are you doing? You're not good enough. Not fast to be enough. that far back. You don't judge the ball well enough. Play a normal distance. There were like three different hits in a game uh, against the Rockies at uh, where he they dropped in front of him. They should have been routine fucking fly balls. Yeah, this shit is starting to drive me crazy, man. This is like those are the kind of decisions in the postseason that get you a fucking first round exit. Yep. Yep. God damn it. All, it! all it takes is one of those things to happen, right? Like one hit to drop. You keep, I, really, I just don't get it. I mean, I agree. It, um, we'll actually get to that in a little bit because I think it's kind of interesting what they're doing there in terms what they might be doing in terms of Rosario. But first, uh, before we get into Brave stuff, I thought it would be fun to just laugh at the Mets. Like how fucking low is your season after those expectations when you're not only are you selling, but you're selling to the Marlins Mm -hmm. who are contending like that is you're selling in your own division, but not to the Braves or the Phillies to the fucking Marlins to another team. That's better than you. That isn't either of the, like that's fucking brutal. Um, I just saw that and I was like, man, that's that had to, that trade has to hurt every fucking Mets fan so bad. I saw a lot of Mets fans complaining that it, none of this this season wouldn't be happening if uh, Edwin Diaz hadn't gotten hurt. And uh, maybe I, I guess they're like, no, you like you pull that pin out and the whole house of cards collapses. You know what I mean? But like because the rest it fucks up the rest of the bullpen and then it fucks up the routine. It's like I don't. It certainly fucks up the bullpen a little bit. But like he's a closer, man. Like he's gonna play maybe fifty a third of the year. Yeah, uh, but David Robertson was actually doing a pretty good job. He had a one whip, one point seven wins above replacement, and fourteen saves uh, in seven holds. I mean, he he's had an exceptional season so Not, far. It's a nice pickup for the Marlins. Uh, yeah, definitely a great pickup for the Marlins. Um, Should have been us. I do you think they even would have? Probably not, but I think the I don't think the Mets are done offloading. I mean, if you're if you're trying to get back some prospects, I think that Max Scherzer's probably got to go, right? Oh yeah. Now uh, I assume they both have no trade clauses, Scherzer and Verlander, because mm-hmm. they're uh, Scherzer does Verlander. I don't I don't I don't think he has a full no trade clause. Okay, but he does have a lot. So he's forty right now, um, and he's. Locked in, guaranteed forty three point three million next year at forty one. Good lord, and that might be unmovable. And then in the twenty twenty five season, thirty five million, um, but it's vested at one hundred and forty innings pitched. So you're protected in twenty five, but next year, if if that if this is it for him and it doesn't go into next year, you're you're basically getting a rental, right? And I think, I don't know. That, that's that's rough. But Scherzer, who's not had a very good year, by the way. Um, no, it's been a really underwhelming. He might be finally kind of losing it, which sucks because I like Scherzer. But uh, yeah. yeah, he he put it together in the middle of the year. April and May was pretty good, but June four twenty five ERA, July five twenty five ERA, and um, you know it, it's june was a rough month july he's had some bad luck um and some command issues but he hasn't been getting hit hard or anything but uh uh he's He's still still striking out a lot of guys yeah um his his, the two things that jump out to me on the scherzer thing is uh his walks are a little bit up at least over the last 
two years, 2.5 walks per nine. And then um, the homers are quite a bit up. Yeah, I think it's just losing the sharpness on your breaking pitches. You know, you, those balls start going over the fence. Yeah. Um, now, Verlander's having a good year. Uh, he's going to end up with 24 starts, um, 140 or so innings. So he would barely vest on his contract this year. Yeah. And you're projecting that out two years. That's something to keep in mind. Um, but he's 5-5, five and five, 324 ERA, 115 whip. Not a lot of strikeouts, 76 uh, – or yeah, was he got seventy six strikeouts in eighty nine innings? That's not very Verlander esque. The Mets would love to move one or both of these guys. I'm sure. I just don't know yeah. if anybody's going to take them. I mean, maybe the Orioles, but I, I don't think anybody wants to pay a heavy price for either of those guys. They don't. I mean, well, because they're already Verlander, in particular, are going to be paying so much fucking money mm-hmm. that I, I yeah, I don't know what you would, how much you would want to give up for it. I could see a team. I mean, I don't know if the if the Yankees really just want to like load the fuck up or honestly the Dodgers need pitching so Scherzer's already been there and Verlander yeah. might make sense as well although um I don't know that the Dodgers are going to want to add a dude from the 17 Astros yeah uh yeah that might have some uh there might be some clubhouse issues there <laughs> uh but yeah I mean I have I think one of those two dudes is getting moved for sure at this point with the Mets what do you even just tear it down. They're not young. They're not young, but there's a big problem, right? I mean, um, they have a very bad contract with Francisco Lindor that I don't think you can move. Um, maybe if, like, let's say Boston decides to go full retard next year yeah. and start spending money again, because they haven't been lately, right? Maybe they go crazy and start spending money. They trade for him because they can pay that kind of salary and it's not that big a deal in that market. Um, but I don't know how you, I don't know where you would move him, right? And that's 34 or so mil a year. Um, Alonzo's still young. He's 28. I wouldn't move him. He's 28, but he, I think he's, he'll be 29 by the end of the year. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, but he he will be good until he's thirty one, thirty two. So you don't want to move him yet, and then he'll he will go downhill. I think he'll be out of baseball by thirty five, probably. I think he's going to have a sharp, swift decline. Yeah. So he's still, I think, in arbitration because he came up old. Yeah. He uh his first year in the majors, he was already twenty four. Um. So this is his, this is only his fifth year. I mean, he's played for a while, I guess. But uh, I just. He's old-ish, like twenty-eight is is in the prime for sure, mm-hmm. and he'll be he'll have a what three four years of prime. This, trading him right now would be max value for them, a hundred percent. He's going into his prime. He's got one more year of arbitration left, and then he becomes a free agent. So it wouldn't be just a rental; you'll be a year and a half rental, I guess. So if you're a team that's comp- competitive now, I just don't know. I mean, the Phillies would make sense there, but are they going to trade him in division and then you have to move Bryce Harper off at first and that's looking pretty good right now. At least you got his bat yeah. in the lineup and he's out in the field. He's starting to improve and then next year, uh, you know, your your guy's coming back at first base. So I don't know if you want to bring in um, an outsider for that. Uh, the Marlins need a first baseman, but I think if they were going to do that, that would have been part of that original trade. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I don't I wonder how long someone like the Astros are going to have enjoy this Jose Abreu situation, although he is, what's his contract? He signed a three-year contract, so he's probably not doing anything 
even though he has been god awful this year. Um, but it's just to me like there's no young talent on the Mets. Mm-hmm. There's not even a lot of talent on the Mets. The more I look at this team, the more I'm like, I don't understand how they were scary ever. Um, they weren't. I I mean. I- I got some heat for it, but from the beginning of the season, even the beginning of last season, like I am not f- afraid of the Mets at all. Yeah, the Phillies, who were all banged up, were more scarier to me than the Mets because the Phillies are actually a good baseball team. I can name maybe. I mean, dude, the best hitter on the Mets right now is Tommy Pham. Yeah, yeah. And like I can, the two players on the Mets who I guess actually like scare me or used to scare me at the plate were uh, uh, Alonzo and and. Um, not Marte, um, McNeil. Yeah. Right? And if McNeil's your number two dude, I mean, whereas the Phillies, I mean, my God, you go up and down that. I mean, Schwarber's kind of shitty this year, but Schwarber, Real Muto, Harper, um, fucking Cassianos, mm-hmm. and you know, the list goes on. Uh, and then they have a better one, two at the rotation um, as well. But um, yeah, I just like look at this Mets roster and I'm like, dude, just sell it for parts. Like, I don't, they don't, they don't rank high in the farm system. They, 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 they're going to need to spend. They're going to need to have the highest payroll in baseball again, but even bigger than this year if they want to compete next year. The the Mets payroll this year is three hundred and forty five million dollars. Yeah. The next, the next highest is two eighty, and that's the Yankees. It is. It is three hundred and forty five million. And this team sucks. Like it's really bad. I mean, it's bad. bad. It's not. It's not. No, and there's nothing good about this team. Not one good thing is happening here. Um, and it's not like they have. Certainly, Diaz is on the uh, IL and shit like that. But it's not like they have a bunch of other guys on the IL and their their teams banged up. Um, they've had injuries this year, like anybody else. But they're. Top the guys that they thought were going to be their top four starters are all healthy and in the lineup right now. Right, right. I mean, dude, yeah, Scherzer, they can, Verlander, they can say they can say shit like, "Oh, well, Verlander was hurt for a while, and Scherzer was hurt for a while." Like, fucking Max Fried has been gone all year. Yeah, he's pitched like four games this year. Fucking Kyle, our twenty game winner, Kyle Wright, gone all fucking year. Like, I don't give a shit about some of your pitchers being hurt. Where are the rest of them? Yeah, those uh, are your only two. Yeah, this is just like. As bad as this is, though, um, at least the Mets fire and rehire people from time to time. Brian Cashman's still in the Yankees. Yeah, like it, I mean, if 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 Snitker is the worst manager of a great baseball team or a great potentially potentially great baseball team, Cashman is the worst GM in baseball right now. I don't understand how nothing he, still has he does a job. makes any fucking sense. Um, every time there's an opportunity to actually do something and correct things. He it, he fucks it up. I mean, just betting on mid-level talent over and over, betting on and overpaying for mid-level talent. This is what happened in the in the middle two thousands before A Rod finally got juiced up enough to give him another World Series win in right. 20, 2009. But this is exactly the same stupid shit they were doing back then. I mean, he's been the general manager of that team literally since the nineties yeah. dynasty. Uh, he wasn't for 96, but he was for yeah. 98, 99, It's, it's time to wrap it up. I I think so. But I every time I just look at them, like the Phillies make sense to me, A, because they're actually competitive this year, but B, because they're actually talented to be like, buy, get something. But yeah. the Mets, it's like, you know, like if the Phillies, I guess, were 
had been awful two years in a row or i mean the mets won 101 games this year but regardless um yeah i just look at the age of that roster and i'm like you gotta just just sell it all just fucking get what you can and then you can trade diaz next year and uh you know get even more prospects for him yeah and then by the way my god you don't even have to wait that long the how with the way how quickly prospects come up now Mm -hmm. like Oh no! You have to rebuild for like four years. How long did the Braves rebuild? We last made the playoffs in thirteen. Yeah, thirteen then, to seventeen or eighteen. Thirteen Six. to seventeen. So yeah, thirteen, 17, yeah. fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Five years of mediocrity, and really fourteen was supposed to be competitive, mm-hmm. and they realized about halfway through that it wasn't, and that's when they just started ripping everything down. Yeah. So like, do that. That fucking paid off. Like I, and it paid off. For the, I mean, for the Astros, it paid off. I, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. Uh, we can talk about it now, actually, because it's a little bit about the the GM stuff too. I, I honestly, the more I look at this Braves team, the more I feel like a gratefulness from both the universe and just having competent management. Because mm-hmm. there are two teams selling right now that were every fucking bit as loaded with young talent as the Atlanta Braves are. Mm-hmm. That's the Cubs and the White Sox. I saw. Do you see this stat on on Reddit today? I don't know how closely you follow uh, Reddit, uh, baseball or whatever. But um, I think it said Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras. Might have been one other one. There might not have been. They have a combined one point four wins above replacement this year. Mm. When you saw that Cubs team in twenty sixteen, like you thought that. They were going to run the National League for the next decade. Yeah, yeah. They they were um, kind of reminded you of the of the '97 Marlins, maybe, or I guess the 2003 Marlins, where a team was assembled pretty like with some young talent and then got assembled into something pretty quickly, won, and then immediately through a combination of selling off and incompetence, disintegrated into nothing. Yeah, like immediately. The 2004 Marlins were not good. The 98 Marlins were not good. No. They, they got rid of, what, Sheffield? I think Bonilla stayed. Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown left. Moises Alou left, I think. I think so, yeah. Like it, I mean, so whatever. I don't know. I mean, it, it's just a the, – the Cubs have historically been a poorly managed organization. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the White Sox have been historically a poorly managed organization yeah. as well. But the White Sox are the same way, and they haven't – they've started selling a little bit mm. – but I mean, Luis Robert and Tim Anderson and all, Yon Makata, like all these fucking guys that were they they were it. And what was uh the year they won the division? Like nineteen or eighteen or something? Yeah, I mean, something I, like that. I, I thought the White Sox were going to be fucking dangerous in the American League, and that's just you know you see those teams. Now, granted, there are other teams that were built the same way the Braves are that have worked out well in the Astros and Dodgers, right? So you have those sort mm-hmm. of longer lasting. Uh, dynasties or whatever you want to call them. I mean, the Astros are literally a dynasty. Um, but yeah, it's just looking at this this Mets team, reading that Cubs stat I did, and then looking at the Braves. I'm like, yeah, these things don't have to work out. Yeah, yeah. I the White Sox are. That's probably the best team that's not doing well, or it was the best team that's not doing well. I don't know that anybody could have predicted Tim Anderson falling off a fucking cliff like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not entirely the fault of, uh, management there. And then I thought the, I thought Ben attendee was a good signing for them, but 
He's got a 700 OPS this year. He's not done very much. Um, Luis Robert, on the other hand, is overperforming, I think, um, or performing earlier than, than people expected. Um, I'm still a little iffy on him. Just because it's the first year he's doing it, really. Yeah. I mean, he had a good year, I think two years yeah, right before COVID, maybe. Yeah, but uh, Eloy Jimenez has been hurt for three years now. Yep. Um, pretty much every season. Not pretty much. He's been hurt every season for three years now. The only person on this team that is of any real interest to me at this point is Joe Kelly. I think the Braves – I think somebody will and should make a move for Joe Kelly. He, yeah. is, a, he is a fucking asshole, but he is a lights-out <laughs> – postseason reliever yeah i mean he is really good especially when it matters and you know if he's on the one of, he's one of those guys you want on your team because he is going to talk some shit oh yeah um and you know i'd rather be happy than sad so <laughs> um man i feel like I, he's only been around or he's been around since 2012 so he's a vet but i it felt like he's been around longer than that i feel like mm-hmm. he played for the cardinals when i was like in college or something but he's just been been around the block for i mean he's pitched let's see he's got five starts in the postseason and 16 total appearances ERAs fluctuate from year to year but he's had quite a bit of success in the postseason yeah um a lot of the numbers are inflated by one bad outing here or there but he's had quite a bit of success I, I, I that one's a surprise for me if he doesn't move and look we've got what three more days left so we'll see a lot can happen and a lot does happen the last two days especially in baseball yeah it's not usually uh a front-loaded situation. Yeah. yeah. And the, I guess the most interesting thing, we'll get to this in a minute, but the Angels are buying. Mm-hmm. Um, and of the people that are available, the Padres are saying they're not going to move anybody, but they would be crazy not to trade Hayter and Snell. I, that, that, that is, I understand the Angels taking Otani off the market, and then buying some people and trying to convince them that they are intent on winning there. Right. That's a that that's a fine that's a move, right? Like that's that's like going out and signing some receivers before you trade for Aaron Rodgers to show them you're serious about right. winning. I get that. that's a good move. Um Art Moreno's a knucklehead, but that people are giving him a lot of shit for this. I don't think this is a bad move. I think it's he doesn't have a lot of good options, and I mm. think this is the only correct one. But the best thing he could do is go out and get Blake Snell and Josh Hader. Yeah. That's the like that's the Angels should be willing to give up any prospect in their fucking organization to get those two guys even if it's just for this two years just for the shot at getting Otani cuz now they're in a position where the only thing they're going to get for him is a compensatory draft pick. Yep. They're going to get the 31st pick in the draft or yeah. whatever the fuck and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So fuck that. I mean, trade whatever prospects you got to get those two dudes over there and try to win. And to be honest, the Angels with those two guys added to their to their uh, team, along with Lucas Giolito, it's like Otani Giolito and Snell. Blake Snell, and then Patrick Sandoval uh, or or Reed Detmers or one of these guys to do some mop up work, and then you have Carlos Estevez, not Charlie Sheen, because uh, <laughs> that's his real name, but Carlos Estevez, who's had a great year in the bullpen. Plus, you're bringing over Josh Hader, so you got. Uh, a real fucking right left eight nine inning um, situation there. That team becomes very dangerous. To be honest, you just got to score a couple runs a game. Hunter Renfro's having a good year. Otani's having an MVP year. You know, Moniak is doing well uh, when Trout's out. 
I don't know, man. That I, I feel like they could make some moves, and it would be crazy to see the Angels in the fucking playoffs for the first time in 15 fucking years. Actually, longer than that. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they lost to the Royals in 2014 in the DS. Mm, okay. So Trout, because Trout has one That's right. series. They were swept, and... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyways, you know, um, I like... Uh, I like the 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 moves the Braves have made so far. Okay, I yeah. I kind of expect more, but I don't. Anthopolis usually plays it pretty close to the chest with this stuff, and then all of a sudden there's three or four moves in a row, and you're like, oh shit! Uh, real quick, we do have some sponsors. My bookie, that's mybookie.com. You go there, use the promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit up to one thousand dollars. If you put in a thousand dollars, they'll give you a free thousand dollars. You put in. 20 bucks, they'll give you a free 20 bucks, whatever. There's a lot of baseball to bet on right now. We love doing parlays and just kind of, uh, you know, buying a little lottery ticket every night, seeing if it won't hit. So check that out at mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will double your first deposit up to $1,000. And hey, college football, NFL, it's right around the corner. Get your deposits in now. He, uh, like the title of the episode says, he moves in silence like that dude hates 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 leaks from his mm-hmm. front office which i i understand um and respect to be honest but it does you do just sit here like and just kind of question what's going on because you, you don't hear fucking shit not that we have any right to um while they're well, tra- i will soon when my purchase goes through for a, <laughs> a share in the atlanta braves <laughs> publicly traded stock you just ever you just get to get anthopolis on the phone i'm gonna start calling the bullpen phone <laughs> like hey don't when he tells you to get uh uh kirby whatever the fuck his name Yates. is up put it tell him to go play catch with his kids i'm tired <laughs> of seeing this guy fucking sucks i can't stand kirby Yates anymore like i just that who who did he close that game against the other day was it the uh I think it was the rockies right was it the rockies or was it the uh Diamondbacks or the fucking Brewers? It could have been the, uh, oh, yeah, it was the Brewers. It was the Brewers, I think. Yeah. And fuck, that was just the worst thing to watch. It's a fucking nightmare. Every it's it's worse than Kenley Jansen. Yeah, that was just I couldn't take it. Luckily, Mentor's gonna he's throwing now. He's starting to rehab assignment. I think uh, I think he starts his rehab assignment or started it on Tuesday, so he'll probably be back after next week sometime. Yeah. So the Braves have been playing pretty mediocre lately. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I wonder how much that'll influence his need for moves. I think he's aware of what the roster is. I mm-hmm. don't think he's the type of guy that's going to be look at this and be like, okay, this is, this has become a glaring situation. Except one thing that you mentioned earlier, which is Rosario in left field, because the one rumor that has gotten out of the front office allegedly is that they're interested in Adam Duvall. Again. I'm not. I'm not interested in Adam Duvall because. He's going to make stupid – he's a fucking moron. He's a meathead. He's going to make dumb mistakes like getting himself caught in, in a triple play completely right. unnecessarily. He did it twice in the postseason last year. Oh, no, in 21. 21. The year yeah. we won. He almost butt-fucked us out of a World Series because he's incompetent. And that Were those both in the division series? Uh, I don't remember. One was against the Brewers for sure. Uh, I, don't, I think one was against the Dodgers. It, but it was – I mean, they were bad. Mm-hmm. Like – and not even like, so that triple play was bad, but it was bad in a way where like he wasn't paying attention or something, yeah. didn't realize what was happening. But that pl- play he had against the Brewers was like 
it was like he chose to be bad. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, he's a horrible base runner. I, I assume they're interested in him, obviously, because they're familiar with him, but also um, the defense. Uh, he is a good defender. So put Pilar out there. Right. Why, why, why waste any amount of capital at all to get a guy who's going to be a liability on the bases? Why? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense you know, to me. I've been I, obviously he's he's on the IL right now, right, Sam Hilliard. But mm. I really, I really wanted to try a, a Hilliard Pilar, uh, fucking platoon out there. Like I, I really thought that that could have been something. Um, but whatever. Could, Hilliard's still. Hopefully he comes back because he's still a really good. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, pinch runner and defensive replacement. Um, as is Pilar, but yeah. So I the, real quick on the Braves scuffling. Um, just kind of a little, you know, flatness in the year. Dog days of summer. You think? Yeah, they're hitting uh, since the All Star. This is this is post All Star break uh, slump. They're hitting two twenty eight as a team. Post All Star break, they hit two seventy prior. The last seven days in five games, they're hitting two fifteen. So it's like. And they're still in close games. You know what I mean? Right. Like the pitching is good. It's not that we're belly aching because they're fucking like four and six in their last ten, but it could be right. a lot worse. They're they're still ten and a half games up. Um, but it's the 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 irritating part about it is the same fucking dum dums. Uh, Ozuna's hitting o fifty three after the All Star break. You know, it was nice that he got a little hot there for a while, but it's just. It's just time to fucking punt. Hitting 155 with a 440 OPS in July. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. He he's like he's completely useless as a human being. Honestly. And it's just it, it is honestly at this point you it goes beyond snicker. It really is on the front office at some point to literally let Travis Darno sit there on the mm-hmm. bench nope. as Marcelo Zuna cluelessly walks into the batter's box yeah. and just I guess. Swings as hard as he can every time and hopes for the best. Yeah, and Rosario does the same. He has no, he has no command over the strike zone as a hitter whatsoever. And he had one good month, and now he's back to hitting one fifty four in July. Yeah, get him the fuck out of there. He's. It's like what? What is the redeeming quality aside from him being a nice guy? Because this is not a popularity contest; it's a fucking baseball game. Yeah, yeah. get him out of there. And the fact that Travis Darno is on the bench. Right now, he's barely getting any at bats, and you just resigned him. I don't understand. I really don't. I like if it was. I, I there's there's no explanation for this, and it's again why Brian Sitker I think is the worst manager of a good baseball team in all of baseball. I I mean, but at this point though, it really is like the front office too. Like you, they can't just sit there and look at. I mean, they have numbers. They 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 value things and mm-hmm. and calculate things in a way we don't see. I'm sure every team does that, right? They have their own special sort of uh, not necessarily equation, but what they value and what they want to see, and whether it's uh, from a statistical standpoint or just how a player is swinging or throwing or whatever. Uh, but I mean, like, there's no way there that whatever they have is showing them much different than what Fangraphs shows us. Yeah, there's something called the eyeball test. Right, that and too. You're fucking failing the eyeball test badly right now. Like he, I, both of them, just yeah. go up there and they're like, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Yep. And look, uh, Rosario in particular has provided some good, uh, I mean, he won us a game in Arizona and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I, I it it's bad. I, I just don't. 
I don't like having more than one guy in the lineup who's going up there just without a plan, but he can hit the ball hard. Like, you need dudes that wear motherfuckers down. We are, and we already have, it's not like, it's not like all of our other hitters are finesse dudes, right? And like these are our power bats. Yeah, we just, we've got we're we're we've set the record for the most home runs before the All Star break. So we're all set on dudes that are free swingers. You know what I mean? Maybe balance out the lineup a little bit. Um, but you have you have two everyday players, one of whom can't play defense, and the other one who is a complete liability on defense. Right. And all they do is swing out of their shoes on every fucking at bat, and it's resulted in a combined. 100 batting average over the last month or so it's like fuck off man this shit has got to it's got to change it's fucking bad and it sucks to the point where it's like i just don't really like i watch less or pay less attention when those two are at the plate Mm because i'm just like all right like i hope you get on base i but i like it's just i I can't watch it because it makes me yeah i'm I'm not interested in why as a matter of fact i've been turning games off lately because one or one or both of those two clowns will do something that pisses me off. I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> uh, do you? Is there anything? Anyone else you think the Braves should talk to? Getting caught? I mean, just what do you? I mean, we are you? Are you? Despite the moves we had, we made two moves so far. We picked up Hearn and uh, Pierce from the Rangers and Rockies. Yeah, and I think Hearn's is uh, that's a long term project that mm-hmm. AA, I think I've heard him talk about him before. He wants to see if before that kid turns thirty, he can turn him into a, a pitcher. But um, the other one that the other guy is. It's like, yeah, we wanted to get another guy that strikes a lot of people out. It's like, well, he's got a 550 ERA. And uh, the you whip's know? not great either. Yeah, it's like, I'm not sure exactly where you're going with that one, to be honest. But He, is a, he has a massive <clears throat> strikeout rate, uh, absolutely, like 13 per yeah. nine or something like that. But, um, yeah, it's uh, none of the other numbers are good. So my point being, it, we've made two moves. It doesn't seem like we've really made any moves because I, I don't think these guys – are the moves. So I think they're for depth. One of the things I read is that we were kind of out of relievers with minor league options. Mm. So we needed dudes. We, we were able to flip back and forth. Yeah, that's that's always part of it. So this was more of a housekeeping, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Um, with, you know, there's upside there for both of them, certainly. Pierce had good years in the past. He's been terrible this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still waiting on that reliever. But yeah, there are there are people... Uh, like, I think the Braves should be ready right now to trade AJ Smith Schauber, uh, Vaughn Grissom, and Darius Vines, and maybe even Braden Shoemake. Because I don't, or, or Dylan Dodd, or one of these other guys. I Dodd and Schuster, I would think, would be high up on the yeah, list. Yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> it, it, for Hader Snell, or for uh, Bellinger. Right or something like that. Yeah, like plug one of these very obvious gaps that you have. Um, and and because here's the deal: we have, uh, uh, um, we we have a shortstop for the next three years after this. Mm-hmm. So he signed to this year, and then three more years after that. And by that time, Von Grissom is going to be he he would still technically be in play as somebody that might step into that role at some point. I personally don't think he's ever going to be a shortstop. Um, 
But Shoemaker is 25 right now. He will be 29 years old by the time he's yeah. that he would be ready to take over that position. Send this kid somewhere so we can send him to fucking uh, Kansas City or somewhere, some small market, so he can get some at bats and see if he can be a big league ball player or something. But it doesn't make sense to hang on to any of these guys. We have so much starting pitching. Darius Vines, he's been hurt this year, um, so he's not pitched yet. But he's he's a legit. He's ready for the major leagues right now. Yeah. Um, AJ Smith Shaver probably also ready for the major leagues right now. I mean, he did pretty well when he was up here. Very composed, got good stuff. Put him on a small market team and let him go out there and pitch as well, or whatever the fuck's going on. But uh, not, I, I don't understand sitting on some of these prospects that don't have a very clear future in, in the in the in the ball club. Well, especially just when you're in the sort of like, I mean, you're in win now mode. Just to be cliche about it, like mm-hmm. you need to win right now. I wonder if. Because the White Sox are selling, if that's a team they talk to, I mean, you could get all all the pieces you need off of that team if you made a big enough deal. With is Lance Lynn still there? Lance Lynn's still there. Um, man, who is? Let me look at the White Sox depth chart because they did just trade Giolito. Uh, yeah, Lynn's there. Joe Kelly's there. Um, so Lee, is uh, Liam, Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks, but he's banged up right now. Um, but. I don't think I would trade for Liam Hendricks. There's also I like Kendall Graveman, but I, um, yeah. None of these guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lynn and, and Dylan Cease haven't been that good. Um, and Ben Attendee's not that good either. I wouldn't trade for him. No. They're not going to trade Luis Robert. He's 25. Yeah. I mean, it, you if you could get him, that'd be great. And he's a great defender as well, but that ain't going to happen, I don't think. Putting a center fielder in left. I mean, you are, it would be an outfield of center fielders at that point. Yeah. Um, man, Liam Hendricks, uh, poor guy, 5'4 ERA with a one whip. Mm-hmm. Uh Bad luck there, I guess. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Luis Roberts signed to a very team-friendly deal as well. They skipped arbitration and signed him to like a six-year, $50 million contract, I think. Did the Braves um, thing, yeah. Through uh, with two club options in 26 and 27. I mean, honestly, I would trade all three. I would trade Vaughn Grissom. I would trade Darius Vines, and I would trade Dodd or one of those other guys or Smith Schauber, all three of them just for this one guy. Um, with that contract, 100% I would trade them for him yeah. right now. And those are three major league ready baseball players. Yeah, Like Vaughn Grissom, I think, needs to go play third base somewhere and learn how to play third base. He's, he's a big body. He's kind of slow. Lateral movement's not great. He's never going to make it at shortstop. Put him at third base somewhere in, a, in an organization that needs a third baseman at some point because we don't need one until 2033, Yeah, I think. So what the fuck, man? Now, I mean, have the Cubs started selling yet? Uh, not yet, but I expect they're going to dump probably. Because they're only four games out of a playoff spot. Yeah, it, it depends on if they think they're going to be competitive next year. I, You know, that's the thing, though. They just signed Dansby. Uh, what did they, what's Bellinger's situation? Is he on a one-year deal, or did they? Uh, no, he's got two. Oh, no, it was. I think it was actually a one-year contract. I think because I remember saying, like, damn, we should have done that. Yeah, yeah one, one year, 17, 17 million. Half, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think there's a decent chance that Stroman hits the market because he's only got one more year after this, and he's uh, – one more – yeah, one more year, and it's a player option next year, so they're, they're not even guaranteed they'll have him next year. Um, like, if they collapse – this season and don't make big moves in the offseason that's the kind of guy that's going to opt out of his deal and go somewhere else yeah it's Um, just funny like the cubs they have the third best run differential in the national league mm -hmm. they're actually positive i want to say there's only one two 
They've got the f- sixth best run differential in baseball. Mm. I, they're, they're on a six-game winning streak. I just I don't know if they're going to sell. They're not. They're not that bad of a team. They've been kind of like surprisingly mid compared yeah. to the talent on the roster. Decent chance they don't sell. I mean, and that's what I'm looking just up and down the standings here, and I'm like, where is it? Where are the sellers? It's like the only confirmed ones are like the Cardinals, the White Sox. The Royals don't have anything else to sell now that Aroldis Chapman's gone. No. Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I Unlikely the Cubs are going to jump multiple teams and make it the playoffs, you know? Yeah. I, I, they're, they're on they're on an 8-2 win streak right now. They've won six games in a row. Um, but do you, what do you think is really going to happen there? you think you're going to make up six games on the Brewers? It would be, I guess, they're four out of the wild card, which would be the only way, only thing I could see. And they're they got to catch the, they got to jump the Diamondbacks and Marlins, and then catch some combination of the Reds, Phillies, and Giants. Yeah, I don't see that happening. No, but you know, people are hopeful, I guess. So, who I mean, the but fuck like, knows? who else is left? It's like the Pirates. Their closer's great. Uh, no, they've got uh, their left fielder's great as well. Yeah. And he's locked into a long-term, relatively team-friendly contract. That's yeah. another team. Actually, that'd be a great match, to be honest. Get Bednar and and uh, Reynolds and send, you know, Vaughn Grissom mm-hmm. uh, uh, some some pitchers. Yeah, they well, I don't know if they would be interested in Vaughn Grissom if they're planning on putting him at third because Cabrian Hayes is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but you could still flip him for somebody else. Um and I, I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the pirates think about. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be being the pirates general manager has to be the worst fucking job in all of baseball. It's just brutal, except for maybe the Oakland. But that's going to change soon. So I don't know. I feel like the Oakland general manager likes it since he's uh, a bit of a masochist. Maybe never never leaves. Um, yeah, at this point, he's just like stubbornly going to win a World Series, but it's not going to be till they're in Vegas. But I, I think he just wants to get one with the A's at this point. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's just, it, it is funny looking at the standings and I'm like, I don't know, man. There's not a lot of sellers. One of the sellers probably won't sell to us, which is the Mets. Yeah. Um, Although I'm not sure they have anybody I would really want. At anyways. this point, not, I, I would want Robertson, but he's gone. So yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want Scherzer or Verlander. Singa, I would love, but that ain't going to happen because I think he's locked into another three or four years after this. But um, I, I don't. That's that's definitely not going to happen. And then uh, look, another. No, there's se- no, nobody on their lineup that I want except for Brandon Nemo. I would love to have him play left field. Yeah, yeah, he'd be great. And then like the other one of the other sellers, uh, the Cardinals. I mean, you know, Jordan Montgomery, maybe. There's there's chatter about him being available. There's chatter about um I don't want Jordan Hicks. No, definitely not. I mean he is it, fucking I mean he has he terrible. can throw 100 miles an hour but he has no control. You've got like Gallegos is having a good year in the bullpen. Uh I don't trust that. I don't know. I it's I there's no one here I want Helsley was the guy that tried to cancel the chops. So he's mm-hmm. on the 60 day, day IL anyway, but you don't want him. I've seen the other rumor I've seen or maybe it was a speculation, just a hypothetical in an article, but the Braves potentially going after Jack Flaherty 
as a sort of reclamation project, like back end of the rotation depth this year slash massive upside. Yeah, but I don't think we'll do that because we just that's what Taylor Hearns is. I don't think you're going to do two of those at once unless you can get him on the cheap, which is if you can get him for something cheap, maybe you look at that. I I like uh, uh, that fucking Scandinavian kid. What's his name? Newt Bar. Uh, Newt Bar, yeah. He's Japanese, he, sir. He's... Uh, I know where he's from, but he played for the fucking Scandinavian team, didn't he? No, 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 vice versa. Oh, he's <laughs> he played for the Japanese. Oh, team. that's weird. What does he got? What is one of his parents Japanese? I don't remember why. I have to look it up. But he's from he well, he's Californian, but he's his new bar is definitely Scandinavian name. It sounds like fucking IKEA furniture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's got he he was hurt. oh his mom is Japanese. Mm. He was hurt a little bit in the middle of the season and had a bit of a downturn. Uh, I think he had a fucking shoulder injury or some shit. Hit like 150 in June, but bookended by about 270 to 280. Yeah. Right? And the same was true last year, and he's not even getting at bats right now there. And he's a he's a really athletic kid, too. He's got a 783 OPS this year. Um, I wouldn't mind. And he's only 25 as well, so it's like, you get him around, get him on a team that's competent and not the shitty-ass team that he's been on the last couple of years. <laughs> right. And uh, take the pressure off, take him out of center field and put him in left. And now, again, you, you're putting out a defense that's uh, – <clears throat> if Eddie Rosario has got a 700, 750 OPS, that's a problem because his defense sucks. Right. But if Lars Newbar has the same, then you're, you're still ahead of the game. He's got a 2.3 uh, wins above replacement this year. Yeah. No, I like Newt Bar for sure. I, the only other team that might have some interesting pieces to me is maybe the um, the Tigers, it's just in terms of bullpen. Um, I don't know that they have a lot, any anything in the rotation I want. Tarek Skubal is good. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, Tarek Skubal is, is No, good, I, I know who he is. Oh. I don't know who any of their start... Well, Eduardo Rodriguez I've heard of because he's been around for a few years, but... Uh, uh, other than those two guys, I've never heard of any of these dudes. Yeah. Michael Lorenzen, who the fuck is that? But uh, Jason Foley's having a good year in the bullpen. Um, that could be a, that could be a guy to look at. Uh, I don't think I don't, but I'd have to look up his K to nine and stuff. I, I know we definitely want dudes who are going to strike motherfuckers out. Um, but yeah, this team is just a it's random. Bad. Yeah, it's a random collection of nothing. Uh, Akil Badu. Badu, he's got a six twenty two OPS. I mean, it's young. They yeah. have they have Javi Baez over there, but we don't need a guy that's with a six hundred or under six hundred uh, OPS. No, and it, it is young, but I don't think they're going to trade young dudes like I mean, like Riley Green. Yeah, like Riley this. Green's the only good player on that team. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the only guy that I see that has any kind of real future. And, but. He, and he's not he's not going anywhere. I don't, you wouldn't I don't. think so. Um. But yeah, I mean, looking at all this and stuff, it just kind of gets to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I even expect to move. It's just it's yeah. the, the shelves are a little bare. They are, and I'm I mean, some of the teams like I, the Padres say they're not going to sell. You're ten games out. You've got a crazy high uh, payroll, and you have two dudes that you're going to lose after this year for sure. That's the thing. Like, I would understand them not wanting to sell if these guys were on. Uh, longer contracts, mm. but they're up. You could you could just punt this year and then still get them back next year. Yeah, it's crazy because you'd have to be fucking negotiating with them anyway. I want to say someone posted that the Padres. I think it was the Padres have a brutal remaining schedule. Uh, 
I guess they... Mm, it's kind of whatever. They catch uh, Texas this weekend. They get, the, obviously, the Dodgers. It's an okay schedule. It's not, it's not. It must have been somebody else who they posted, and it was like, dude, look at these motherfuckers. Oh, it was the Angels. The Angels have, like, the hardest remaining. Yeah, they play Texas, then us. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who else, but, yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. The whole remaining schedule for the Angels was, yeah, sucked. But, yeah, so, honestly, at the end of all this, just leaving everything, I, I just, I don't know what there is to, to buy. Yeah. I mean, honestly... The Padres would be crazy not to trade Hader and Snell. Yes, I agree. And get something out of it. I mean, if you can get... Because, again, you could easily just re-sign them in the, the offseason, both of the guys, if you if you really wanted to. But you're going to finish 15 games out of first place, not make the playoffs, and hang on to two guys that are going to leave anyways. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's just, yeah, it's total nonsense. I mean, I guess what you'll make Juan Soto mad and Manny Machado mad that the team sucks this year. Like, they didn't already fucking know that. I don't know. They they got to sell to somebody. I think they should get rid of Soto, too. Why? Because he's only OBP now? Uh, no, I, I just think that, well, sort of, yeah. He He's not a great fielder. He's um, a D. He is. He's not a DH yet, but he, within he, the he next two years, soon, yeah. he will be a full time DH. But yeah. he's the kind of player that's going to be successful in a certain kind of ball club. Like him hitting second for the Braves would make a lot of sense, right? Well, he is. This is the, his last year. Yeah, I mean, he's on a one year, twenty three million dollar contract. He'll yeah. be a, uh, he's still in arbitration time, so yeah. he's looking for a giant contract. Yeah, I mean, he and he should get it. I mean, he puts up. You put him in the right situation. Um, like you, I mean, you, you know get, what you, you, it, the Phillies get rid of Kyle Schwarber and put Soto in that spot in the same exact spot that, Sh- that Schwarber's in right now. And their value goes up exponentially. Yeah. I, um, we're, so, ta- we're talking shit on Soto right now. He's having a, one of his best years ever. Yeah. Uh, 20 home runs. It's uh, not his fault. They're fucking losing. No, one fifty two WRC plus. No. He's slugging like shit. Only five hundred one, which is good. Like you wanted over five, but yeah. that's low for that bat. I feel like. But the on base percentage is there four seventeen. Um, yeah, he's got a nine hundred OPS. Yeah, and he's going to hit thirty home runs this year. I just think he's wasted. The reason I don't think he's a good. It's like an all star. Baseball, you can't. No, actually, actually, no sport can you do that. You can't just put a bunch of good players on a team and then it's going to work out. That's not how any of these things work. No. If there's um, one team or one sport you would think that, like, oh, maybe that'll work, it's baseball. But even then, it, even then, it doesn't work. It's complimentary. I mean, you could put the nine best uh, home run or the best slugging percentage guys on the same team, but if they also have the highest strikeout rate, and the lowest on base percentage, then you know what I mean. You're not going to score as many runs as you think you are. You're going to score in bunches, but you're not going to score consistently. Right. Uh, and I would rather average. I would rather the the mean run scored per game be six or seven than have an average that's six, but sometimes it's zero and sometimes it's twelve. You know, what right? Because I mean? you're going to lose a lot of fucking games. You're going to end up like the Cubs, where you have the fourth highest run differential in baseball, but you can't win baseball games. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. Yep. Uh, that's all I got for today. Yep. Like I said, I don't know that I expect to see moves, but I hope I do. I'd uh, like to see something, yeah, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. That's all I got. See you later.